Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, September 17th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Public health experts say colder weather could result in more cases of COVID-19. You know, I think embracing the cold and saying, how can we be outdoors and enjoy our time together is really, you know, it's, it's definitely a weight on families, but I think in the long run, it'll probably be better off. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton speaks with a public health professor about how to stay safe as the pandemic continues through the winter. The Missouri Legislature's special session on violent crime is over. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports, it ended abruptly yesterday with House members failing to consider proposals sent over from the Senate. Two of Governor Mike Parson's priorities were passed, ending St. Louis residency requirements and creating a witness protection fund. But the fund doesn't actually have any money in it yet. Parson expanded his call for a special session to include a proposal that would give the attorney general the ability to prosecute murder cases in St. Louis. That, along with another measure related to giving guns to minors, failed. You know, look, you're not going to hit a home run every time in this building. Uh, We're very content with what we got moving. Anything we can do to help law enforcement, to help victims in this state, to fight violent crime is a win. Democrats criticized the governor for calling the session right before an election and in the midst of a pandemic. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Charles County election judges and voters will not be required to wear masks on Election Day. St. Charles election officials have issued a memo saying voters are not required to wear masks. It also says judges don't have to wear them at all times. They are being asked to have one on standby in case a voter asks them to put one on. St. Charles County Elections Director Kurt Barr says the county does not have a mask mandate. The other factor is that I will not disenfranchise a voter if they choose not to wear a mask. Um, And it goes hand in hand because I don't have the authority to mandate masks in polling places. I'm not going to take away somebody's right to vote simply because they're not wearing a mask. St. Louis and St. Louis County are requiring voters and election judges to wear masks on November 3rd. The former Carter Carburetor site in St. Louis is finally cleaned up. As St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports, the Boys and Girls Club of Greater St. Louis has acquired the land and plans to start developing it this winter. The former North St. Louis Carburetor plant will soon become a golf course and recreation center for area children. During the plant's decades of operations, it produced oil and diesel carburetors and led to years of environmental contamination. And because of this, the Environmental Protection Agency listed it as a federal Superfund project to help rid the high levels of hazardous waste. Flint Fowler is the president of the Boys and Girls Club of Greater St. Louis. He says the cleanup of this site sends a message of hope to North St. Louis. Cleaning up this space would create a different mindset, and I think it would set a positive tone in the lives of children who have to go by this space day in and day out. Fowler says with the completion of the cleanup, it will also improve the overall health and well-being of North St. Louis residents. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. A former chancellor of Washington University and founder of the Danforth Plant Science Center has died. William Danforth became chancellor at WashU in 1971, when the university faced financial uncertainty and cultural strife. 
He established 70 new faculty chairs and built the endowment to $1.7 billion. After stepping down as chancellor in 1995, he established the Danforth Plant Science Center, which has grown into one of the largest independent nonprofit plant science research organizations in the country. William Danforth was 94. Doctors are warning of more coronavirus cases in St. Louis as temperatures drop and people move indoors to socialize. That's where the virus spreads more easily. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton speaks with St. Louis University public health professor Anbal Shockham about staying healthy during the harsh Midwest winter. With um, being in indoor spaces and concentrated spaces, we're likely going to see an increase. So controlling that the indoor spaces is the best we can do. The transmission of COVID is through droplets and through aerosol and somewhat through touching uh, other contaminated um, surfaces. So if we think about those three pieces, we have to consider where is the most alarm. When we're indoors, there's airflow that may be limited to outdoor new air. So basically the air isn't getting recycled in the same way that it is outside. Right. And an airplane, that recycling of air is every three seconds. So that's actually a model for what we could do in schools and that sort of thing. So if someone was saying, oh, well, what if we all get together at my house for, let's say, Thanksgiving, but everyone's supposed to wear masks even if we're inside. What I'm hearing you say is that probably wouldn't be enough to keep people safe from getting the virus. Not if somebody was infected, right? So the other opportunity and and tremendous growth that we've had in science has been the different types of testing opportunities. So imagine having everyone have to get a clean COVID test before you come into Thanksgiving. Is that a possibility today? Not everywhere, but maybe that would be a decent investment for Thanksgiving. And so people are staring down the winter at this point, and we're kind of I think people are sort of clinging to the last of the warm weather, knowing that things are going to get different really quickly. Um, Do you have any advice for people as they're starting to prepare for what could be a really different kind of season than they've seen in the past? Yeah, I think early in our earlier in the pandemic, there was a lot of Zoom happy hours or Zoom visits with family. Some of them may have gotten operationalized, like this is what we do weekly with our family that's from far away, but there are also lots of people who don't want to spend one more minute on their Zoom or their computers. And so what are the other things we can do? And I think that's going to be one of the challenges that we are faced with also. It's like, what's the creative new thing we can do? The benefit and challenge is that we have the internet and we have connectivity. And so we have to keep using that even though we're probably sick of it. Or start to embrace the cold weather and be outside. Absolutely. I've done some great winter hikes that are exciting to see and it's um, there are no bugs, which is really great. But, you know, I think embracing the cold and saying, how can we be outdoors and enjoy our time together is really, you know, it's, it's definitely a weight on families, but I think in the long run, it'll probably be better off. I feel like we should be focusing on bundling up. We can do outdoor winters. I still am a strong proponent of having school outdoors. So if we're going to go back to school, public schools should go back to school. 
I think that if they do that, if they choose to do that, they should be doing it outside. Like, how would they do that, though? It is so cold here. I don't know. I think that we can find ways where we break up the days and we can schedule it that it's not a full day anyway. You know, I will say as an aside, in the 1918 flu, they had um, reported how they had schools out in the Northeast and they put the kids in, outside in sleeping bags. So it's kind of amazing to think about like, hey, that possible. it's possible. That was St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton talking to St. Louis University professor Dr. N. Bal Shockham about the increased risk of coronavirus spread as the weather gets colder. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.